Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. It's so good to have you guys, and I'm excited to just dig into today's content. Today is no ordinary episode. This is episode number 50 of the podcast. Uh, We made it to 50, uh, which is super exciting. Obviously, if you've been following the podcast for a while, um, you know that we're going at a pretty rapid pace here, and um, and there's good reason for that. I... um, well, the, the podcast has been in the making for a long time, and I have kind of dragged my feet. Uh, I was just about to launch uh, around COVID, uh, when COVID started, but I honestly was so overwhelmed by just the change to our lifestyle and had about 50 other things going on that I just, uh, I decided to hold back. So um, I had some episodes made already. I think the first eight episodes of this podcast were made just right around the COVID uh, era when it all kind of kicked off and, uh, they just sat there for a little bit and, um, and I knew that someday I would start again. I didn't know when. And more recently I've made a transition to do, uh, my work full time. I've been doing it on the side. Uh, it, it's been way more successful than I could have imagined. Um, after the year I had last year, it was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is helping me more than my regular job is. And, um, and it's certainly much more, purpose driven for me this this really ticks a lot of my destiny boxes as far as just my skill set uh the way i'm serving people i i love it so anyway all of that is to say is uh when i did decide to make the the move to doing this full time i it was like okay this is the time to launch the podcast i i promised myself that when i if i ever did this full time i would do some sort of media format on a regular basis whether that was a newsletter or a podcast or whatever else. And after the writing of my manuscript, I realized, oh, I really enjoy writing. And I've been speaking for years and I I really enjoy speaking. And I just decided I'm going to do both. I think there's a way I can make both of them work. So uh, with that in mind, uh, one of my mentors uh, from afar, he's not not somebody I actually know, um, but he's a, guy, he's a guy named Russell Brunson. And he does a lot of marketing stuff. And one of the things that he encouraged people is, hey, if you want to, you know, if you want to really impact your audience, you have to be talking to them regularly. And, um, and so he was encouraging you to, you know, either send emails regularly, which I personally don't like doing. I'm, I'm like a inbox zero kind of guy. Um, and podcasting was one of the options. And it really scared me when he said that I was like, Oh, I don't, I got to pick that thing up again, I guess. But, um, but after I sort of got over some of my insecurities and some of my fears, I decided to do it. And I'm so glad I did. Like, these first 50 episodes have just flown by and I'm having the time of my life doing it. And I hope you are having the time of your life listening. Maybe not the time of your life, but I hope you're finding this content valuable. And, you know, I just want to say before we do get into the episode today, if there's uh, any feedback you have for me, um, I am I am all ears. Uh, I'm really like I'm coming in super 
uh, low to the ground here, just realizing I have lots to learn. I'm, I'm new to this. And um, the feedback that I have received from you guys so far, I mentioned, you know, one guy's just giving me some feedback about the, the frequencies, some of those lower frequencies coming through a sub. And just uh, there's been a bunch of, of little pieces here and there that have been so helpful. Uh, so you're not going to hurt my feelings if you're like, hey, you know, some of these things you're doing are a little bit strange or they don't make sense or uh, you might want to look at this. Um, I'm all ears. So um, I've put my, uh, not my email, but like, you know, our kind of inquiries email in the, the description for you to submit any questions. Uh, that's questions that you may want, want, want me to talk about on the podcast. But, you know, if you have a question um, about something I'm doing in my format, uh, I'm open to, to input there as well. Perfect. So let me get into today's content. I wanted to do something special. You know, it's the 50th episode and I thought it'd be fun to do something a little bit different. So I've, I've had this thing kind of sitting in the docket for a while and I was just waiting for the right time. But I asked my clients, my, my present clients that I'm working with, uh, a question. And I, I thought it would be fun to sort of... Uh, for me personally, I, I, I was just curious. And uh, to give you a little bit of an idea, like when we meet in these groups, we do a couple things, you know, we'll check in and we'll see how everybody's doing. Um, were there any slips in the week? And, and if there were slips, we expect people to talk about them a little bit, you know, what was going on? Uh, what contributed primarily? What was really the, the main contributor? Because, um, you know, we always, we always kind of blanket it like, oh, well, you know, uh, this was going on, I was really stressed at work. And yeah, you know, I mean, it's just one of those weeks where da 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 da. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, we're not settling for, you know, fluffy, uh, explanations here or, or external circumstances, what was going on inside you? What what actually caused you to, to slip? And so we, we, we really talk these things through. Uh, and the reason is not to, it's not to shame people, but it's so that we can learn from it. And if you can identify, well, you know, actually I've been, I've, I just, I've been stressed. You know, this is how I handle stress. It's how I've handled stress for a long time. Then it's like, okay, well, we need to develop some new ways for you to handle stress then, you know? So anyway, we do that in groups and then we, uh, we usually will open it up and we kind of table some discussions if people have questions. And then sometimes I will ask questions back to the guys and, um, it's lots of fun. I, I feel like I grow and I learn just as much in, in the sessions as they do. But, um, but anyway, I, I asked them this question a couple of weeks ago and I took notes because I, I really wanted to remember it, you know, and I, I figured someday it would come in handy. And here we are a couple of weeks later doing our 50th episode. And I was like, yes, this is, this is perfect. It's the, it's the right content for this commemorative episode, episode number 50. So what I asked is, okay, guys, if you were talking to somebody who has not made an effort to get free of porn yet, but wants to, you know, they, they want to start and they just, they just don't know where to do that. What is your number one tip for somebody to get free or to kind of begin the journey to get free? So there are tons of answers, obviously, uh, cause I asked this in all of my groups, but I've consolidated them to, uh, I think we got what nine. Yeah, we got nine, nine answers here. So these are nine things that currently that guys who are currently on the journey, making progress in their life, changing their, their lineage, changing the course of their own destiny, uh, walking in greater levels of confidence and integrity. This is what they recommend you should do. If you want to do the same, you ready? You ready for it? Okay, here we go. This is the first thing. And I, I love I, this wasn't intentionally put at the top of the list, but I do love that it's number one. 
take responsibility. A lot of guys said that you got to take responsibility. I had one guy, he's a former client and we were, we were talking, you know, after, after we finished working together, we were talking a little bit and he, he said to me, you know, Cynthia, the, the one thing that I would tell anybody anybody who who wants to get free is that you have to take responsibility. Like you have to, you have to just, you have to take responsibility and get the help you need. And that was a big thing for him. I think he, he was talking about how, you know, um, staying hidden in some ways was a way of deflecting the responsibility. But once he got help, then he knew he really had to take ownership. Okay. Tip number one, take responsibility. Tip number two, know your worth, know your worth, man, this, this subject has come up, you know, like, because I do so much content, right, between the podcast, the newsletter, and then obviously, like, I'm doing tons of coaching all the time, I'm interviewing on other people's podcasts, you start to identify little themes and subjects that are popping up regularly. And it's like, wow, it doesn't matter where I go, people are bringing up this topic. And lately, it's been fatherhood, and identity. These two things come up uh, a lot lately. And I would say fatherhood is maybe a seasonal thing, like we're around Father's Day and that kind of thing. So it sort of makes sense. But identity, that's that's like a perennial. It's it's around all the time. And man, I, I love this. Know your worth. And uh, just as a reminder, you cannot outperform your identity. Whatever you believe about yourself, whatever you think you're worth, that will determine the limit. You get to set that. So you have to know your worth because if you don't, you'll settle and, and you'll diminish your own confidence in the process. Okay, tip number three, don't should on yourself. That is pretty flippin' clever. Don't should on yourself. I like that. Uh, and what they're saying is, you know, we often tell ourselves, oh, I should be, you know, I should be this. I should be that. I should be doing more. Um, I shouldn't be doing that anymore. I should be further along in my journey. I, I should know better, uh, whatever it is. Should statements are often shame statements. So don't shit on yourself. Uh, stop yourself, stop from, stop yourself when you are saying should statements, honestly, just eliminate it from your vocabulary. Oh, not, not, I should do this, but I will do it or I'm not able to do it right now. I'm not doing a good job of, of it right now, but I would like to, I will do it. Um, you want to use more assertive language because all should statements do generally is they, they keep you confined. They basically just say, oh yeah, I'm not hitting the mark. Woe is me. And, and sometimes they medicate the feelings of guilt that we have around our shortcomings. So don't shit on yourself. Take ownership like we were talking about or just give yourself some slack. You know, maybe, maybe you're telling yourself, I should have this figured out, but actually it's okay that you don't and, and no one else is expecting you to be there yet. So again, just don't shit on yourself, all right? Number four, tip number four, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Okay, take a deep breath on that one. <sighs> be kind to yourself. Quite similar to don't shit on yourself, but a little bit different. Don't shit on yourself is kind of saying, here's the things that you shouldn't do. <laughs> there it is. Okay, I got to eliminate that one. Here's the things you are not to do. Uh, this one is saying, here's what you should do instead. Oh man, it's crazy how much even I'm using the word. Here's what you are to do instead. Do this instead. 
this is hard. Okay, so I'm I'm a work in progress here too. I'm never trying to pretend that I'm perfect and got it all figured out. Uh, I might be a little further along in the journey, but I'm still growing and I'm still learning. Be kind to yourself. So be kind to yourself means that you're giving yourself a break. It doesn't mean that you let yourself off the hook, but beating yourself up, self-condemnation, self-deprecation, these things aren't getting you anywhere. Be kind to yourself. And and this is actually tied into tip number two, know your worth. And when you know your worth, you will be kind to yourself. And when you're kind to yourself, you will know your worth. They go hand in hand. So be nice to yourself and encourage yourself along the way. You're not going to condemn yourself into freedom. You have to guide yourself and encourage yourself every single day. And if you're going to do it, you might as well be kind. Tip number five, get good resources. Man, this is such a big one. I'm, I'm retooling a couple of my, um, like a couple things on my website. You know, I have a little process that I kind of guide people through who want to connect with me. And, and that involves watching a video. And so I'm, I'm redoing that video now. And the video just explains what we do. It, it tells a little bit of my journey, uh, how I experienced freedom and some of the people that helped me along the way. But then it also explains like, you know, some of the keys, some of the things you really need to know and you really need to do these things if you want to get free. And when I look at, at what I'm even teaching in the video, I'm like, man, this kind of thing was not available when I wanted to get free. And when I look up, look around and I see kind of what's out there today, there's still not much of it. Like there's lots of resources, there's lots of coaches, but to actually get quality resources, quality content and strategies that are going to help you get free and stay free long term, then you, you have to really do some digging. So get good resources. Don't just get resources where people market well. Get good resources that are uh, research-backed, that are scripturally based, that that have a little bit of a, a track record. Uh, track record? That's not the right term. Whatever it is. They, they have a, a, a history of, of success and bringing about fruit. And, and don't, don't just settle for resources from people that are educated because there's a lot of people that are informed on the subject but they're not actually experienced. They don't know what it's like to go through it themselves. Find people who really get it. Get good resources. Okay, number six, think for yourself. Oh man, this is a huge one, a huge one. Think for yourself. And what my client was getting at when they said this is don't just, don't just settle for, uh, for information or, or the resources we were just talking about at face value. Just because somebody said it doesn't mean you should believe it. Learn to think for yourself. Learn to evaluate. Is that true? Does that really make sense? Let me test it out. Let's see if there's some merit here. Think for yourself. Now, I'm going to kind of add another dimension to this. A huge part of the deep clean methodology uh, means that you are focuses on empowering the client. We really believe that uh, that I as a coach and the other people on my team, we're not supposed to do the work for you. And if we do the work for you, then after you finish the program, you're going to be helpless again. So we really believe in, in empowering the person to do the work themselves and to think for themselves. We don't want them to regurgitate good answers. We want them to be able to rationalize and reason on their own and to come up with conclusions that lead them to the truth or that are based on the truth. So thinking for yourself is a big one. And and. Do not, under any circumstances, settle for coaches, trainers, or people who do the work for you, ever. Don't ever settle for that. 
find people that are going to empower you and that are going to help you make the changes in your life. If, if you have somebody who's just, you know, really interested in giving good advice, um, they're not going to do you any favors in the long run because people who do that, they, they believe that they can change you and that they're the ones who need to do the work when in reality, it's actually you. That's where taking responsibility. Tip number one comes into play. Okay, let's go to tip number seven. Express your emotion. And in brackets, I have here through journaling because a couple of guys said specifically journaling. A couple of guys just said expressing your emotion. This is an interesting one. I, I, I interviewed on a podcast yesterday and we got talking about you know, emotions and, uh, and manliness, you know, and manhood and, and do these two really fit together? Is there actually room for this? Like are guys supposed to be all touchy feely and, and, you know, just sitting in a corner curled up and, you know, getting their little journal out and a nice little cup of tea on the side and they're writing their feelings out. Like, is, is that, is that what you have to do to get free of porn? No, absolutely not. Uh, I think, emotions kind of get, get a bad rap. You know, they sort of have a, a feminine connotation and, and, you know, rightfully so. I mean, uh, we know that, that women in general are much more aware of their emotions and they can be more emotionally driven, not necessarily. Um, but that there's a, you know, there's a trend there or whatever you want to call it. Um, expressing your emotion is really about just understanding your inner life. So emotions are part of it. They're not all of it. But yeah, you know, if you get into an argument with somebody and you walk away feeling angry, well, it might be helpful for you to acknowledge, I feel angry. Because then you can ask yourself, well, what would be a healthy way to handle my anger? Because if you don't go through some of these checks and balances, I I mean, I know a lot of guys who have major anger issues because they just, they don't know how to handle it because they're not willing to actually become aware of their own emotions. So this is where expressing your emotions and identifying them is really, really helpful. And I don't know a better way to do this than journaling. So uh, yeah, that's tip number seven. We talk about this all the time here. I'll leave it there. Tip number eight, learn to resolve the roots. This is the essence of everything I do and everything I stand for in life. I have, you know, coached people through all kinds of stuff, through businesses, um, through divorces. I've coached people through, uh, you know, relationship conflicts. I've coached people through life transitions and decisions. I've done it in all kinds of different ways. The most effective solutions always resolve root issues. Always, always, always. There's always root issues at play. And the quicker you resolve them, the better your success. Learn to resolve roots. And I'll just add something on here. Don't settle for quick solutions, quick fixes. Uh, True men are willing to make sacrifices and willing to put in the time and put in the work that's required to get long lasting results. That's a true man. And so whatever you do, wherever you're exploring growth, and especially in your sexuality, uh, and in this whole kind of uh, journey for sexual integrity, learn to resolve roots. All right, tip number nine, uh, one of my favorites and a subject that you're going to see come up on the podcast again in a couple of weeks uh, with one of my more recent interviews is this, remember God's love for me. Remember God's love for you. Man, I love this tip. Um, It's amazing how quickly we forget that God loves us. It's so easy. I I know for me, I won't speak for you guys, but for myself, I, I find myself falling into these thinking patterns of like, oh, God's not happy with me. God's expecting more from me. Yes, that was good, but I know that I can do more. Uh, I have to do these things to earn God's love. 
you know, these kinds of thinking patterns are things that I have to work through all the time. And so this, this simple tip here, just remember that God loves you. Remember God's love that it's not just, it's not just that he loves you on your good days. It's not just that he loves you when you do things right. He loves you unconditionally. His love is, is beyond everything that you've done and everything you failed at and, and all the shortcomings. He loves you beyond that. And, uh, and I, I just really need to be reminded of that. And, uh, you know, as our clients here indicated, a majority of us do. So, um, that's my, that's my final tip. And, and let me just wrap it up here by just reminding you, um, in Luke chapter four, when Jesus was baptized, uh, pardon me, Luke chapter three, when Jesus was baptized, the father spoke, uh, these simple words over him. You are my beloved son in you. I am well pleased. And in that interview that I mentioned, we're going to break that, that statement down in a little more detail. But, you know, these are amazing words to hear from your father. And uh, you may not have heard them from your own father uh, on earth here. And you might hear that story and think, well, yeah, of course, God's going to say that about Jesus. Jesus was the son of God. He was perfect. Uh, so, yeah, it makes sense that God is pleased with him. But as you read through the writings of Paul and the epistles, uh, you start to realize that actually we are all children of God. It, it is it is the work of Christ on the cross is that we are now heirs to the throne, so to speak. Uh, in fact, Romans 8, 29, I believe, refers to Jesus as our older brother. It's like we have been adopted into the family. And so we are no longer orphans without, without a father who can love us perfectly. Instead, we are, we are members of this incredible kingdom, members of this great family of God where you and I are sons, or if you're a girl listening, a daughter of God. And, and if you want some scripture, you can look at Galatians 3, I believe it's verse 26, where it actually specifically uses that language that we are children of God. And if we are children of God, then he speaks the same words over us that he did over Jesus. And so I want to I leave these words with you. You are God's beloved son. In you, he is well pleased. You are God's beloved son. In you, he is well pleased. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I, hope, I hope this was an encouragement to you. Th these are on the ground tips. These are not just like some good ideas that Sathya came up with. These are things that clients of mine, people who are doing the work, changing their lives and making progress, this is what they, they advise you to do if you're pursuing freedom and you're looking to enhance it. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want more great tips like this, please subscribe to the podcast in uh, whatever platform it is that you use. And if you want things like this, maybe written, I mentioned I'm doing more written content these days. I have a weekly newsletter. It's called the new man report. I know super original naming going on over here. Uh, you can sign up for it on my website, sathiasam.com. Scroll to the bottom, uh, join my mailing list. Hey, thanks for listening guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.